Here we go. And I'm off mute. (laughs) (laughs) Are we going to get through this broadcast with no technical difficulties? Hi, knock on wood, smoke a bowl. <laughs> we we did sound checks beforehand. I mean, like we we really yeah. you know like okay, so we got a few minutes. Let everyone start joining. Yeah, pack um, it up, pack it up, pack it up. I did it. I, I posted. I posted in the time frame I said I was going to post. I think I got. I, hit, I think I even hit the Discord. I almost forgot. I almost forgot and was standing. I think in my bathroom was like, oh, I forgot the Discord. Discord. I posted to the Discord. I think I did it right, but I I, sh- I I missed the share step and had to kind of go back. So that's where I was like, ah, oh, I hope it did it right. Yeah. So, I but I did. I, I did also uh, YouTube a TikTok how to, like for dummies, you know, and just yeah. like watched it for and you know, and I took my you know took the notes, some of the stuff I knew from you, and some of the stuff I was like, oh, didn't oh, there's next. Nice. Nexus. YouTube has its place for sure. Um, I like it for some. Yeah, I like it because I let it play over right now. I let it blow, roll over and over, so that I could write the notes that you know, like make sense to me. Um, Jokes. 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 That's awesome. Um, Just so you guys know, who are watching, we're like, what's the big deal? The big deal is that that's very like. The social media thing is like super scary for some people and it's new for MJ and she's like super proud of herself for fucking doing it today. I'm proud of you too. You know, it, it is. It, it's saying like, do it and be, you know, like, because that is what we're doing is yes. part of what we do. And um, again, it's not that I don't enjoy being in front of the camera. It's just that not the place where I'm always uh, have been. And so it just, takes me a minute to crawl out and you know uh but yeah and also not being confident in, in what I'm doing and so having my notes um knowing how I need to be prepared for it like I I typed up my script I <laughs> um I'm sending our link to somebody I'm listening to you yeah Debbie. yeah yeah no that's how I yeah that's how it works for me and um and it took me way less time than just trying to wing it um, just trying to wing it for me was, I, I did try that maybe once or twice. And I was like, nope, mm-hmm. I need to have my cue card or, um, whatever note to jog me. And I also realized I'm very animated when I'm trying to record stuff. So I cannot be holding my phone. Oh, I, I'm, like, I'm using my hands. And exactly. Like, my <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> It was a great video. No, I agree with Nexus on this one. It was a great video. Thank you. Um, you said everything that portrayed what we were going to talk about today and um, gave our link. And yeah, um, uh, don't forget about the West Coast, though. So I hope they make it. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's West Coast. We gave Coast all the people. other. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I those people. It wasn't in my it was very good energy. I agree with you next on that. It was very, very good energy. It was like a chill vibe. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we had technical difficulties last week that were kind of severe, but we're back today. We're going to make up for it today. We're back today. We're going to talk about some shit. I'm already on fire. Let me just tell y'all that right now. So, you know, it's going to be a good day when I'm already on fire when I get here. 
can you tell me why I'm about to burn down a large corporation? <laughs> like, can somebody explain that to me? So today, uh, my husband took my car to get an oil change because um, we have a business trip that we're about to go on. And um, myself, uh, one of our other business partners is, are going to be going on a business trip up to CMJ and then stay in Denver. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Hi. I see a bunch of people coming in. Um, say hi if you want to in the comments. So anyway, we we got the oil change because that's the responsible thing to do before you drive six or seven hours. And then so today I'm going to, uh, well, I was going to the dispensary. We got to the dispensary. Everything was fine. We left the dispensary. Everything was not fine. This is a brand new car, pretty much. I mean, it's a 2019. And... We've only had it for a couple of years. There was nothing wrong with it when we took it in to get the oil change. It was just an oil change, y'all. It was just an oil change. So now I'm like, they about to buy me a new car. Because what happened was we left and we were driving back. Um, and it started like kind of stuttering. Like it wasn't. And it wouldn't get up past 35 miles per hour. Oh, and no. I was like, what the fuck? No, we got to no. drive to Denver tomorrow. I was going in like pure panic. I didn't know what I was going to do. And I was like, well, you know what? Jiffy. Mm, sorry. Pause. I was going to say the whole name. Pretend I didn't say that. This peanut corporation, butter. peanut butter corporation is about to pay for my rental car. And if they can't fix my car, I'm about to get a new Xterra. Um, but oh. I, I think it might just be air in a hose or some debris in the air filter or some shit like that. I don't know. So it might be something they can fix and they better fix it tonight. Otherwise I got a, um, rental car already reserved. We ready. We're still coming to Denver. Don't you worry. I'm coming. I've been driving all over the country. You have to go right, read uh, my private chat message real quick because okay. I can't go. I can't go change the situation that just is unfolding right now. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. He's it's he. Fine. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's an old friend of mine who's up uh, passing through. Yep, yep. It's actually, can we say that out loud? I can I say it? Will he hear you if you say it? Well, he's going to find it if he puts his hand <laughs> under <laughs> Y'all. What's under MJ's pillow? I'll tell you, it's not my phone, my glasses, or... Um... Or anything she would want a man to find under there. <laughs> All right, welcome to the Cannabis Closet Podcast with Canna Queen and MJ. Um, <laughs> we're just sponsored by V9 Grows. Shout out V9 Grows, <laughs> LaVon Hamilton. Yeah, that's why we can be here sharing our stories. Oh my God. <laughs> Woo. Well, then, that makes me laugh. Thank I you. I know. I was, I was like, as he's like, I'm going to, I was like, yeah, yeah. And as he's walking up the stairs, I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. Well, he's a grown ass man. 
So he don't care. You know, you know, is he a grown ass man? That's uh, seen you naked. Yeah. Oh, well then fuck that. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. He, <laughs> he knows you. know. <laughs> doesn't care he does not care if he's probably like yeah, yeah. <laughs> need a real man in a life oh goodness, goodness. Oh, right, with goodness. that i'm gonna so um, you light your bowl i'm gonna tell y'all um we're gonna catch up on me coming back from missouri i ended up having to drive instead of taking a plane it was crazy we talked about it last week a little bit, but um, also we want to talk about some news that's happening in Colorado. It's very important news in Colorado. It's very important changes that everybody needs to be aware of and know about. And so we're going to be talking about that. Uh, but first, uh, we wanted to add a little flair to our show today. I have a visitor in town and you're about to have a visitor in town. And uh, y'all already know and love her already. You already know her. You already love her. Um, She's a part of our team, and um, she's making a cameo appearance today. But I would say, look forward to seeing her more in the future. When yep. you say that, I would, I would say, say that. that. I would say right. that we we've talked about it, and I think that um, yeah. All right, agreed. So, so I want you to unmute your mic before I hit this button, because I can see you down there. Uh, unmute that mic. There you go. So Here she funny. is, y'all. Dun, 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 dun. Happy 420, officer. What's up? <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome, welcome. How are you guys today? I am so honored to um, be on this new adventure with Queen and MJ and be part of this podcast. So uh, I look forward to talking to you guys, bringing you new news, what's going on in New York, on the East Coast, for those in the East Coast. Um, keeping you updated on those things, on the new laws that are going to be um, coming up and Whatever news we need to know about cannabis. So that's what I'm here for. And thank you. Look at you looking all sexy today. Oh. Dang, I know. I was like, when I said, I was like, we, we got some flavor. We got some flavor we're adding to this, uh, this podcast. So I so just want to say um, for the record, I just want to say this for the record, because if y'all already followed, follow JLip69696936969, right? Yeah. Uh, follow JLip. I know she's on fire today. Follow JLip696969 on uh tiktok but if y'all already follow her you know there's something that she does that i already get on her about that she's not doing today so what is it what is the thing that i don't like that you do that you're not doing today using a filter using that damn filter look at how beautiful (laughs) you are look at her right now no need for a filter just be yourself thank you Thank you, thank you. you. Yes, I agree. I agree. I agree. (laughs) Um, So today we're going to be, well, we're going to rehash a little bit of my trip before we get into like the real news, but we are going to be talking about Colorado. So invite your friends in, go ahead and share our feed, like, comment. It really helps us out a lot. Um, And we really appreciate all y'all being there, uh, being here for us literally glowing absolutely absolutely um smoke them if you got them uh roll them up and light them up uh i've been on the road a lot lately so that's been my thing and i took a little vacation actually last week so i'm right now i'm sort of if y'all want to live my life you just have to believe in yourself okay 
So I'm sort of on vacation right now, but not on vacation. So it's like a working vacation. Um, I, I'm going to call you Shorty because that's what we're going to call you. But uh, Shorty is on Ooh, vacation. Yes. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Ooh, I'm so right. sorry. Intuity. <laughs> You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> Queen. <laughs> so sorry. 40 pounds. What? Um, so. <sighs> <laughs> no, you didn't. I said it. Uh, hey. So okay. what was I saying? I've been traveling a lot. Traveling. Yes. <laughs> Nexus said thank you. So I'm on vacation over here. You were saying so she's on vacation, right? So she's on vacation. But but she's on vacation, but I'm kind of on vacation and also like working on stuff. So it's kind of both things. I'm like going out and having fun and then coming back and reading documents and and like contracts and bullshit. So so it's been like that. But like the week before you got here, I had actually a, a short vacation, like four days. It was short. Um, uh, I went to Missouri. I hung out there. But it was such a fucking fiasco to get there. It was crazy. They canceled. So some of you might have heard part of this story last week because we were trying to tell it, but the sound was off. But and again, apologies. We're working on all of our technology and I think we got it on point. So anyway, so the, so the flight was supposed to be at 630 in the morning. I was going to get there at noon. I was really excited. I was going to go hang out with a friend of mine. And um, then I got everything done. I, you know, filled out the paperwork for Nugget. He's a service dog. So I had to fill out paperwork for that because the Department of Transportation is requiring that now, just so y'all know. And um, it has to be a service dog too. Other All other dogs are, or all other animals are considered pets and have to be anyways. So whole thing, I filled it all out and, um, was ready to go. I was up at three 30 in the morning, Mount standard time, everybody three 30 in the morning. I was up, I was getting my stuff together, make sure I'm packing those last minute items and everything. I get a phone call and it's from American airlines to tell me that my flight has been canceled. And that they can't fly me out until the next day. And I was like, you can't fly. There's not another flight. And she's like, oh, well, you know what? I'm going to call you out, American. This is bullshit because this this should not have been how the conversation went. There's not another flight. Oh, well, we could put you on the 7 a.m. flight to Phoenix because I was supposed to go to Dallas. And then, you know, you'll catch a connection there. So, okay, cool. 7 a.m. is just an hour. It put me like. 3.30 instead, instead of 12.30. So whatever. So I was like, cool. Then right after we make that reservation, like right after we make it, flight is delayed until 10.15. Not going to make my connection. Don't know if they can get me on another flight. I'm on the phone with her. She's like, I mean, there's only one seat left and like, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I might've had a fly standby. And if that flight got delayed again, et cetera, So I said, you know what? I'm going to drive. It's only 12 hours is what was in my head, right? But then I forgot that the last time we did the Missouri trip, it was split. We went to Denver. You drove up. Denver is 12 hours. Right. Denver is 12 hours. Durango is 17 hours. Let's just call it 17. It was 16 hours and 45 minutes. Let's call it 17 hours. 
17 hours. I did 17. it. 17. I did it. I showed up at 1.30 in the morning. You and were up for a full 24 hours. And I was, and, and I stayed up until like four, the basically four in the morning where I was, which was, there's an hour difference from where I was. So I was up for 24 hours for that trip. Worth it. Uh, just want to say that and I'm going to leave it at that. It was worth it. But uh, yeah. And then I had to drive back. That was the part I didn't think about the drive back. I took it in two days. Hey, listen, everybody. If you have an opportunity to drive through Kansas, don't. Don't do that to yourself. It's horrible. It was the worst. Choose First of a all, route. Yeah, choose a different route. Like split. I'm about to my next trip to Missouri, and I am driving because it's just cheaper that way, even putting gas in the car. I got an eco car if that thing is still running after what, anyways. We're going to check in. We'll do it. We'll do a post. Uh, year we'll do a check in like, as soon as the, I get one. Yeah. Um, okay. So apparently the car is working just fine. All the lights have shut off and we're good to go. So let's just keep our fingers crossed on that. Okay. So I'm supposed to drive out there um, August 11th and for August 11th and 12th, which means that I should probably show up like on the 10th, right? I'm going to have to split this trip up. It's going to be crazy. I'm driving around Kansas. Fuck Kansas. I'm not driving through that state. I am sorry if you are from Kansas, but fuck Kansas. No legalization. So I'm just like driving through there like a felony waiting to happen. (laughs) Right? No. And then there's like flat land, like children of the corn land all around you, like all around you for miles, for miles. You can't. It's boring. So what I I drove the exact speed limit because fuck going to jail in Kansas. No, thank you. Can I just say that I was on the phone with you the whole time? Oh, yeah. Like. For hours, we were on the phone. I was like, relax, it's okay. For hours. Like, almost until she got there. I think I was there on the phone with you until one. You were on the phone when I pulled up. Yeah. And then I jumped off just before I pulled up because (laughs) I stopped at the gas station, y'all. She was pissed. To brush my teeth and do a quick... She was uh, just the whole time cursing Kansas. Fuck Kansas. These fucking people. I hate Kansas. It's a waste of land. They won't let you grow cannabis on that land? That is plenty fertile land for lots of hemp and cannabis and they are so anti out there it's bad i hate it i hate it every second of it i'm driving down through new mexico i'm going to go through oklahoma and arkansas which are all legal states by the way so even though i am not necessarily legally you know medically legal in that particular state i am a medical card holder so it it has a little bit of lenient like there's a little bit of it's different when you're yeah, it's a different heartfelt thing i uh whatever yeah I yeah you know you know if you know yeah you yeah so anything to avoid i'm adding like three hours to this 16 hour and 45 minute 18 hours it's gonna take me to get to st louis for two days Maybe. 
I was. I think it's gonna be longer than two days, Queen. I mean, that depends that. because okay, but that depends because my friend may not necessarily still live there, but they might live in Arkansas. Hmm. <laughs> Either way, you get to see them. Uh, Kansas is what I'm saying. Ooh, just don't make it Kansas. Um. Oh boy. Okay. What are we doing today? We're talking about Colorado. Colorado's fuck. Is Colorado All right. This is why, again, we need to talk yeah. about why it's good to be involved in your uh, community and your regulations and knowing on. what's going on in your state, uh, especially new states, new states, new states coming online, getting cannabis. Everyone, it's about the money for the government. So we have to remember to be a part of how things are being shaped. And not um, like you can look this stuff up. Like you can look up what's happening in your state on the normal website. Just go to normal.org. .org. Yep. N-O-R-M-L. What's up, Matt Harley? N-O-R-M-L. So drop the A. So go to, thank you very much. Oh, that's you. That's us. I was like, thank you. Um, but go to, you can go to the normal website. If you're not in Colorado, this is Colorado normal that we just posted. But if you're not in Colorado, you can go to your, they have all of the state legislation listed on their website and that's how you can keep up to date. But today we're going to talk about Colorado because there's some fucked up shit happening. Go ahead, baby. All right. First one, um, which is, uh, what changed some trajectories for me, uh, last week was, uh, they, they killed the house bill, uh, 1058, which is the in-person physician um, evaluation necessary for medical card uh, patients to get you know, evaluated. They are required to be seen in person. And okay. so for the last year of the pandemic freak out, um, we were allowed to do telemedicine per the emergency orders of the governor. And so those all expired on July 10th. And this House bill was addressing that, allowing for um, telemedicine and additional information, you know, like so that the in-person could be um, changed. Yeah, so they they wanted to make it so that we could still have telemedicine available to us, right? Correct, correct. And so that died, that bill died. It does say, you know, on um, on the normal site here, it does say that um, there's a potential new amendment. Um, I feel like this has been discussed before. And so um, it's like, what's stopping it? And so um, if there is potential new amendment, then this is where Coloradans need to and patients need to um, write a letter to your governor right now and tell your governor, Jared Paulus, who is <clears throat> a cannabis friendly governor, by the way, let him know how important telemedicine is to our community there are people who when this happened they were elated because they have a hard time leaving their house for medical reasons they they're for distance reasons for non not no availability to transportation reasons right and these people still need access to their medicine as well and they probably have a caregiver or something that goes and picks up their medicine or perhaps they grow on their own even so they don't have to necessarily go to the dispensary. But to see a doctor is a requirement in the state every single year. And we should have access to telemedicine. I mean, we should definitely have access to that. 
I believe so. I mean, it's nice to have that option uh, uh, any way you look at it. And um, I don't know. I There's definitely, this is definitely more something that I would like to talk to more physicians about where, how they see this, wh- where it stands for them. Um, and legally, where, where does this stand legally in terms of a doctor's rights to provide the medicine or provide uh, care to their patients? If there right. are, and, uh, and knowing that their patient does not have the capabilities to get to them. Um, and, and so I, I do have a doctor over in an area that I would like to talk more about. She actually was um, driving down to Denver to talk to other doctors about C. Uh, there's actually another, we're going to talk about another um, house bill that's actually on the table, people. And this is, it's not good for medical patients. It is not good for medical patients. So we're going to get to that one in just a second. That one's harsh. It's long. So uh, the, the summary isn't even a summary. The summary is like a, like a page long. So um so uh, House Bill 1090, criminal marijuana offenses. So this uh, one is um, signed and enacted as of May 20th, 2021, uh, during the regular session. Um, this eliminates the marijuana possession offense for possession of two ounces of marijuana or less. Um, and so they're also... Um, allowing for a person who is convicted of a class three felony uh, marijuana conviction offense to petition to have his or her conviction record sealed. Um, Sealed? Sealed. I mean, you know, there's the bill seal a conviction record. Why not expelled? The bill requires the court. Yeah, well, see, and this was... um, I hate this. Sorry, go ahead. Um, the bill requires the court to seal a conviction record without opportunity for the district attorney to object for a marijuana possession offense that is otherwise not sealed. If the person files documents with the court that the person has not been convicted of a criminal offense since the final disposition of all criminal proceedings or release from sur- supervision, whichever is later, the bill allows a person and that's, that's it. So. Oh, I have so many problems with this. Okay. Listen up. Share this with also your state governors and people, elected officials, because this is really super duper important. Okay. People in jail right now and in prison right now for low level cannabis or drug offenses in general, but cannabis offenses in legal states should automatically have their record expunged. They should not have to apply for it. What kind of bullshit is that? They're in jail, in prison, away from their families, while white men are getting rich off of this. Are you fucking kidding me right now? But you guess who's writing these bills? Who's writing the bills? Rich white men. Stop acting like it. Take accountability for your fucking actions and behave properly. This is bullshit. People like people who are in prison right now for low level cannabis offenses across this nation should be released immediately and their records expunged while you got fucking Apple stores out here selling weed. Give me a fucking break. Jared Polis, we fucking elected you. You, we fucking elected you because you're cannabis friendly. Please get your head out of your anus, please. Thank you so much. Thank you. Go ahead, hon. I'm so sorry. Um, No, I agree. That's it. It's, I'm sorry, may I interrupt? I think that is something that also does that. I don't know in Colorado, but I know that in New York, that would attribute to like making it difficult for, for black and brown people. 
because yes. that's the main people that are in there locked uh, up for these low effects um across the nation you know it's black and brown people so why are you making it difficult again once again for us to get these things out why why make it so difficult again you already put us in there for for dumb things they were already in there for a joint for a joint there was people doing 25 years to life for a joint like really and now Can I tell y'all we have this whole application Exactly. Can I tell y'all how deep this goes? This goes so fucking deep. This goes telling black men that they've abandoned their families when you were the one putting them in jail for low level cannabis offenses. This is black men going to jail for the rest of their lives for one joint and breaking apart an entire family. This is systemic racism. This is generational trauma. This is when you legalize in a state that people still fear going into business or interacting with the legal cannabis that they could need for their health or that they could make money off of and help their family off of because they're afraid of what has already happened. And already, like, let's not even like, we can, I mean, we will be here all day if we talk about the relationship that these communities have with the police. And then you want, we want them to trust the police to follow the letter of this law and Come regulate on. them and regulate a, a plant and get out of here, get out of here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, it's funny. And it is those same white men are the ones that going to the black and brown people to pick up their, their weed and their cannabis. Okay. Because from my experience, maybe not in Colorado, but in, in New York, let me tell you something. It's the white men who can't go on the street corner and ask the local uh, drug dealer to, you know, get something. So they send somebody else that they know, but they're the ones buying it. And they're the ones putting them behind bars as well. You understand what I'm saying? But yeah, they're the ones buying it off of those brown and black people. Let me tell you I this. I want to hire these people. So please let them out of jail and expunge their records so they can work in this industry because they are the best salespeople. They, they are be the given best a choice cultivators. To do this they are the best managers. They manage whole teams of people to feed their family. Now you're saying white men can go ahead and feed their family because it's legal now. Give me a break. Get out of here with that shit. Get out of here with that shit. I can't. I can't do it. You should not make the people that you you suppressed under these bullshit laws. You should not make them beg for their freedom when they should have their freedom. When people are out here getting rich off of this plant. You shouldn't do that. Fuck you. Fuck that. They should be given, um, uh, you know, a choice to be in the industry and given the capabilities to do so without any barriers, like hand them a business, you know, give them their, you know, like you get to pick up where you left off. Like you get to have a sales team. You get to have your own brand. What? (laughs) Look at me in my face. Reparations. I'm not even fucking around. The, these are the communities that were destroyed under these bullshit cannabis laws. And then when you change the laws, you don't let them participate because of your bullshit. No, fuck you. Reparations. You give them money to open their business. You expunge their record and you let them succeed like you know that they can. Because if you thought that they couldn't succeed, succeed white man, you wouldn't have burned their cities to the ground that were succeeding. You wouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. Fuck off with that shit. What? Tell me I'm wrong. Let me tell Tell you something. You get the local, the local deal, the local dealer that you get. Let me tell you that that pan, that person, that's a real business person. Because let me tell you something. That person has no education. The local drug dealer on the corner in New York, okay, in Bronx, New York, where I'm from, they don't have an education. But I bet you they know how to run their money. They know how to deal their thing. 
They know what they're doing. They know how much they're going to have to make to go get more. I'm telling you, they know how to do it. They know how to do it than any other white man you can put out there who has an education. They know how to, and they're surviving. They're feeding their family with this. What they need to do is have somebody help them get to the point where they can do it legally and enjoy the profit that the white man is, is earning from this, from their work that they did, you know, when mm -hmm. they stood on that corner. Every day they're on that corner. Every day, every day, every day breaking their back. I'm going to say this, and I don't care what you look like. If you were a part of the underground market at any point in time in the past, up until now, you deserve a seat in the legal market and you deserve a place and you deserve to be making these millions because you risked your fucking life. You risked your whole fucking life and your whole family. I don't care if it was lucrative for you, if it wasn't lucrative for you, because I'll tell you this. I know people that were doing that shit. And yeah, it was lucrative for a time. And then it wasn't. And then shit was like, they've lost more money than I've ever seen in my fucking life. Are you kidding me right now? So no, these people, and then they risk their lives. They risk Absolutely. their lives. So no, they the deserve, and they know how to run a business. They know how to run a business. Why wouldn't I want these people in my team running my, running my facilities? Why wouldn't I want that? Give me yeah, a break. Absolutely. And Colorado absolutely. is supposed to wait till we get to the next Wait, This, we ain't even done yet. This is just the fucking tip of the iceberg, Colorado. We're supposed to be more progressive than this. I am really super disappointed in all of this right now. I can't even believe you would ask people to beg for their freedom when they shouldn't be in jail to begin in prison to begin with. I keep saying jail. It's two different things. They're in prison. They're in prison. Yeah, it's not getting any like these are I'm going to uh, they're not going to get any better. And let me tell you, the worst, let me tell you one more thing. <laughs> I'm going to shout out somebody that y'all going to be surprised. I'm shouting out, but I'm going to shout out two places where you need to look to help get your family members out of jail. I'm going to shout out the last prisoner project. Of course, it's a huge organization. And so they have a, probably some kind of a wait list happening right now. Um, and then the can of convict project is out in Missouri. And if you know of a project like that in your state, please let us know hit us up in our email cannabiscloset420 at gmail.com because we want to tell people about where they can go because here's the problem with that i just want to touch on this before we go on to the next story the problem is when we talk to the can of convict project the problem is is that there are people they can't find so they know people are in prison for low-level cannabis offenses but when they look at the prison rosters that person's name is nowhere to be found. So now they have to find a way to connect with family members or friends that know how to get in touch with this person so that they can make that connection and do the work that needs to be done to get people out of prison. But you know what? We shouldn't have to have Can a Convict Project or The Last Prisoner Project because when you legalize cannabis... You let people out of jail who are in prison for low-level cannabis offenses and consider their time served. And you probably might should owe them a little bit of money, give them a little bit of seed money on their way out of prison. Because y'all are bullshit. <laughs> Absolutely. So love you. You're, this is why we're Absolutely. doing this. You know, and... Um, there should be more I'll people. A, I think I'll take a dab on that. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Let's all take a dab that. Um, I, but this, you know, more people that. need to be, you know, speaking Literally. this message, Queen. Uh, that's that's why we're doing this. But we, you, beautiful, can't do it alone. You gotta, yeah, you know, we've got to have everybody on the ground doing this, saying this. 
Um, and uh, so there is a, um, you know, so be part of your community, check out your normal. Um, and uh, we've talked about this one before. It's the um, Senate Bill 111, the program to support marijuana entrepreneur. It's the Colorado social equity, you know, program and how they're handling it. I don't know if you we want to go back into it. Um, you know, the detail details, I'm not going to read the whole thing. Um, but basically, they have a this is a creating the Office of Economic Development and International Trade that OEDIT to support entrepreneurs in the marijuana industry, which will primarily assist social equity licenses, as that term is used in the um, it blocked out the code, so whatever um, is the bill. Whatever the bill is. Yeah. Um, so the program consists of loans to social equity licenses for C capital. What do they mean? What does social equity know. mean? I know. So let me. I, okay, go ahead. Sorry, I'm no, on fire I'm going today. It, yeah, this is just the summary. The um, <laughs> the whole bill is not listed here. This is like the long summaries of these. Yeah. Um, and so it, it, the OEDT is basically, I guess, the the group that is supposed to set these parameters of what does you know who's going to get this and how they're going to um, disperse this fund. Um, because they have a cash fund from the marijuana tax cash fund, um, four million dollars uh, to put towards this entrepreneur fund. So they, there's this is four million dollars and money that's going to continually to be accrued from the tax cash fund, I guess. Um, Who is the people? I mean, I. You know, because when we talk about stuff, I always want to know who's running the money. You know what I'm saying? Like, who's in charge of deciding who gets this money? I want, and I, listen, you can call me what you want when I say this, but I want to know what they look like. I want to know where they're from. I want to know their backgrounds. I want to know. Right. And how are they chosen for this committee? And how were they chosen? And uh, and who? yeah, exactly. Who do they represent? Like, um, did just, you get chosen because mm -hmm. of your merit and like who you are in the community? Because I think these should be community members, honestly, making these decisions. Or did you get chosen because mm, you lick somebody's balls? Is that because I mean, I don't. <laughs> I told y'all I'm done. done. Y'all thought I was. Y'all thought you I was done today, huh? You really, you on a hundred. Yo, you on a hundred, <laughs> woman. You on a hundred today. Literally, guys, a so, side note, real quick, side note. When she got on the phone with that company, the chain for oil, that we're not mentioning, I, yo, she was like 20 feet tall, yo. I was like, just <laughs> stay away, because she shouldn't, she was shooting fire out that mouth. Fire, I promise. I was like, let me tell you how you're about to pay for my rental car. And if that car stops running, how are you about to buy me a new car? <laughs> like, I was, and this my is husband. what we're going to do. And I don't want to hear it. And now he's stuck. So you're going to go over there and you're going to go pick him up. And you're, you're going to go get what him. you have to do. Because I'm going to Denver tomorrow. Just make sure that you know that. I'm just making I it was clear like, now. I was like, whatever happens, I'm going to Denver tomorrow. And I'm not paying for a rental car. <laughs> Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm pull, I'm looking at the Enough next about uh, me. Let's talk about um 
let's talk about the patient, those patient laws that are changing. Cause yeah. So the yeah, real we quickly, we, we already, we did talk about this one uh, as well. It's, it's already been signed and enacted as of May. Um, it's in regard to the cannabis based medicine at schools and it's, it's actually, you know, uh, where it allows, um, it just, it, I think it allows for more freedom for those patients. So it's not awful. Let me just, can you just uh, tell yeah. us what it said? Like just a brief. Yeah. yeah the, it's just a long summary. So under current law, school district must permit primary caregivers to possess and administer cannabis based mes- medicines on school grounds and school principals are given the discretion to permit the storage possession and administration of the medicine uh, by school personnel. The okay, bill so- the bill removes the, the discretion from the school principals and requires school boards to implement policies allowing for the storage, possession, administration of cannabis-based medicines. Are they going to be required to implement those or they're just, it's like a choice? The bill allows school, per, uh, let's see, the discretion. It, it says it removes the discretion and require uh, requires school boards to implement um, okay. policies. Okay, okay, okay. Um, The bill allows school personnel to volunteer to possess, administer, or assist in administration of cannabis uh, medicine and protects those who do from retaliation. Um, imposes a duty on school principals to create a written treatment plan for the administration of medicine and on school boards to adopt policies regarding actual administration. Uh, provides disciplinary protection to nurses who administer cannabis-based medicine to students at school. Cool. Yeah. So um, basically, it's going to make it easier for students who need their medicine to obtain their medicine in school without the, like, getting bullshit from the staff who, I don't believe in cannabis. Well, that's none of your fucking business. So, and that's what it says. It says it requires schools to treat cannabis-based medicine recommendations like prescriptions. Exactly. Thank you. That's a good one. Which we're not allowed to call it that. We are not allowed we to can't. call what it, it is called a recommendation it is. Um, for a certification to allow you to use this plant-based medicine. Isn't that fun? It's fun. Mm. Um, so this shitty one, and this is... Wait, so- the good one was brought to you by Dr. Tower. <laughs> Not to take this dab. I took. I turned off glow mode, so it's just gonna light up red right now. But I'm gonna take this divity dab right now. If you want to get a doctor dabber for 15% off any of their products, you can use my code CanAQueenDGO, and you can get 15% off on their website, drdabber.com. Divity dabity do. Um, I'm a dragon. If anyone can wants to throw up the. Uh... I will. Code. I've got my hands on some. Oh, I will do it. Bud. If I can find it. I need to go through and organize those, or we should go through and organize those. Um, there it is, everybody. I love the conversation that's happening in the comment section, by the way. I love that you guys are interacting with each other in there, so keep that up. I have been posting the um, bill links into the comments as well. So if you want to go check out the actual summary that I'm reading off of, and then uh, (laughs) it also has links for the actual um, 
uh, full bill. So you can uh, check that all, all the verbiage out. Um, so. Hey, Glacier, can we also sponsor you? Is somebody from Glacier? Wait, this way. Glacier I'm watching. Saying, right? Oh, God. For real. <laughs> Their stuff um, looks, doesn't this look like a piece of cheese? Like, for real. It's beautiful. Thanks. That's the Glacier wait, 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 Gold. So they like have this whole gold yeah. line. And then they have all of the ones that are like icebergs. I sent my sister that. off with my setup, so I don't have any now. I'm just back to my huge. Um, hey, the beautiful. American one. They need to sponsor us. Yeah, <laughs> I would love it. Um, I smoke this juice every day. Um, so... What's the next one? This one's hard. This is hard. This was passed June 24th or passed on the June 23rd and was signed and then acted on June 24th. Like I said, this summary is a page long and right. it's important. Some of the information is super important. And for me to summarize the summary, it's kind of like, it's yeah, just silly. Let's okay. we got time. So let, we can take it. We can break it down. We can break it down uh, sentence by sentence. I think, you know, I'll read it yeah. and we'll, you know, kind of comment and uh, we need to. Yeah. So the bill requires the Colorado school of public health to do a systematic review of the scientific research related to the physical and mental health effects of high potency THC marijuana and concentrates. I'm only going to say that once, but that's what the, for the word they use. I will switch over to cannabis. The bill creates a new scientific review council called council to review the report and make recommendations to the general assembly. Based on the research of, and findings, the Colorado School of Public Health shall produce a public education campaign for the general public to be approved by the council regarding the effect of high-potency THC cannabis on the developing brain and mental health. Current law requires a doctor to conduct a full assessment of patients' medical history when making a medical cannabis recommendation. The bill requires the assessment to include the patient's mental health history. If the recommending physician is not the patient's primary care physician, the bill directs the recommending physician to review the records of a diagnosing physician or licensed mental health provider. So it's requiring the patient to bring records to someone outside of their primary, which is BS. And again, talking to this doctor that, you know, that I've been talking to is she's like, I, we have patients that don't have medical records. They don't go to a doctor. They don't have insurance. They, whatever reason. And she's like, so this is how I, you know, and, and it's I'm just healthy it's, as fuck. Why am I going to go see a doctor? Um, you know, like I still have my it, things, but you know, it's like, okay. Uh, and I don't have a primary. I, I have, I, I have, I've seen doctors. I've gone to, you know, clinics to you know, for whatever, but do I have a primary? No. Um, so these money hungry motherfuckers, do you understand? Like, like seriously, you're making people pay more money to see a doctor they don't need to see for what, what do I need to or, see a doctor or, for? Or make Why do I need so a primary care scary. physician? Make it so it's not scary. So your primary care physician will write for you. So that you're that you won't feel like you can't go to your local hospital and not you know 
be respected for your choice of medicine. Mm -mm, I can't stand y'all. Y'all living in a in a white collar world, and y'all don't understand. I think that's what it has to be. It has to be. Yeah, I think it has to be something like that. More like that. More like it's a regular doctor. That's it. Let me get my license. Like anything, you know. Like if you go and you have um high blood pressure, it should be like that. It shouldn't have to, you, you shouldn't have to jump through hoops to be able to get a medicine that helps so many people. Why? Why can't it be just a regular visit? Then, then my insurance should pay for my medical card. If I have to go see a primary care physician to get my medical card, then exactly. Pause. Her mouth dropped It's going to get worse. This is getting worse. This is getting Oh, hello. We are on fire today. Welcome. I'm going to ruin my eye makeup here. Like, oh my God. Okay. Um. When a prep, I need to hit this real quick. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna this is the general stuff. It so. sounds like it's gonna be serious. It is. Feel serious. I'm coming to Jamaica. Think about when we talk about prescriptions. Talk about what's going about about to happen here. Okay. <laughs> When a practitioner makes a medical merit cannabis authorization, the practitioner must certify that authorization to the Department of Public Health and Environment. The bill requires the certification to include date of issue, effective date, um, patient's name and address, the recommending physician's information, uh, along with their DEA agency number. So it was kind of going back to what they used to require on the uh, physician's applications before. It used to not, I I think it's just associated to their online account, but okay, okay. This is where it gets interesting. I'll just screen my head off. The THC potency level of medical cannabis being recommended. They want the physician to give a specific THC potency level. The dosage form, the daily authorized quantity, the directions for use, the recommend, and then their signature. They are destroying the medical program. This scares the fuck out of physicians they are going to ruin our medical program and this is that all about money people this is all it. about money because this is all on the medical side right this is all medical this is making it harder for the practitioners to practice to their patients the patients are allowed to medicate we are allowed to medicate the way that we want to the way that we need to because we know best we know best you know um they want to more control it. Like, for example, if you went there for high blood pressure, okay, you need to take a pill in the morning, a pill in the afternoon, and that's it. That's what they want to do with the cannabis, medical cannabis um, now. They want to control it, how much you get to take, how much you, not what you feel you need. They're going to ruin the program by... The bill prohibits a physician for charging an additional fee for recommending an extended plant count or making a recommendation related to an exception to a medical marijuana requirement. So, so y'all aren't allowed to make money off of it, but they this can affects my clinic. Yeah. And not that it makes it, you know, it's not that it's making us money, you know, it's like, especially our, I don't know other clinics out there. I, I can only represent my own and we have done it at a, at a 
in a way that patients can afford it. You know, it is a it, the, the doctor is putting their liability and license on the line. They, you know, it has to be there has to be a mutual like understanding of why there is that additional evaluation fee. You know, we take on an additional um, responsibility for recommending that. Okay. Where am I at? The bill imposes the following requirements on medical marijuana patients ages 18 to 20 years old. Two physicians from different medical practices have to diagnose the patient as having a debilitating or dis disabling medical condition after an in-person consultation. So they're taking them down to 18-year-old status, yeah, like the under-18 status. Like that's what our under-18 patients are required to do. They're required to see two practitioners. Um <laughs> To, to And I think it, it's getting into it. Uh, it. It's going to require that the patient have a follow-up every six months that the physician's not allowed to charge for. What the fuck? I'm going to keep, I'm going to read word for word. So we're going to get to that. Oh my Jesus Lord, have mercy. I have so much to just, what in and the so absolute fuck are y'all doing? One of the physicians. Can, can I just, sorry. If, yeah, if, listen, if y'all are going to treat them like children, you got to stop calling them adults. You got to stop fucking treating them like they're supposed to be adults. If you're not going to treat them like adults, then, then stop. And, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm talking about, and I'm talking about all the way up to no, they don't enlist in the military. These, these 18 to 20 year olds don't have, you know, they're not necessarily living with their parents anymore and they aren't necessarily yeah, you're gonna, the gonna, gonna make them Yeah, but you could go kill for this country, you could go lose your life for this country, but you can't go get what you need, what medicine you need. Are you kidding me? Our our children could go give their life right now for this country, but they cannot get the medicine that they need. Because then they're children. For that, they're children. But to go, you know, fight, it's okay. I'm sorry. I don't understand that. I have four children. I don't understand. She's going to put the money in the jar. After the show. Two physicians from different medical practices have to diagnose the patient as having a debilitating or dis... There are not even enough physicians in my area to have two different physicians evaluate you. Okay. This Sorry, is I, I had to spit that out. <laughs> this is crazy. One, Colorado's backwards right now. We're just one, driving backwards. One, exactly. One of the physicians must explain the possible risks and benefits of the medical use of cannabis to the patient. One physician must provide the patient with the written documentation specifying that the patient has been diagnosed with a debilitating or disabling medical condition. And the physician has concluded that the patient might benefit from the medical, from the medical use of cannabis. The patient attends follow-up appointments every six months after the initial visit with one of the physicians. 
The bill requires the Department of Public Health and Environment Department to create a report from emergency room and hospital discharge data of patients who presented with conditions or a diagnosis that reflect cannabis use and provide that report at the department's annual state measurement of accountable, responsive, and transparent SMART Government Act hearing. I just... Uh... Yeah, every six. That's crazy. That's for kids, right? We're talking for 18 to 20 year olds. So kids and up to 20 years old. Because that's a requirement. I think well, and I, it, it doesn't it hasn't said anything about the 17 and under if they are required to see six months every six months. As of right now, that is not the requirement. It doesn't say in here. This is all just addressing the 18 to 20 year olds. I just. You can't call them adults and treat them like children. And here's the thing. What's going to happen? A lot of these 18 to 20-year-old patients are no longer going to come get evaluated and have a medical card. Where do you think they're going to get their medicine? Underground market. Who do you think is going to be taking some of that um, and, and helping their people out by being a patient and uh, you know, because they're 21 years or older and then they are now breaking a regulation of you are not allowed to disperse it after a year, your medicine, when you purchase it? I mean, I mean, uh, yeah, that's I mean, they don't but, care about us. But again, they're. They're turning it again. They're turning it back against us. Uh, they're creating these uh, circles so to again. We're patients. We're allowed to have this medical cannabis now, but they're. So what you're saying is, I'm sorry. I feel like I'm echoing, and I apologize for that. I don't know where it came from. It just started all of a sudden. I don't think you are. Maybe slightly, but not uh, not no max headroom uh, echoing. But I feel like, okay, so I can still get concentrates on the adult use side. Yes? Uh, it hasn't addressed any of that yet. Yet? Or right I now? mean, in here. In, in this, this moment. In this, in this, in this, in okay. this, yeah, in this, right, what I'm reading right now. So... This is all just required. If I'm not, is, if I'm not deemed, if I'm not deemed mentally unstable enough or too mentally unstable if i'm deemed too mentally unstable for concentrates right i can just go next door and pay more money which is what they want me to do and pay their taxes which is one what they want me to do or or jared polis i could just go to my underground connect and not give the state of colorado a single fucking penny of my fucking money ever again what do you think I'm going to do? What do you think I'm going to do? That's all I'm saying. Here's more fun stuff about, you know, being a patient and, um, well, not just, I mean, just being a human being and what happens to you. Um, the bill requires, so, you know, when they're, oh, let's see, da, 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 did I miss something? No, so the, I'm left off at that. They the bill is requiring uh, the the department to create a report of the emergency room and, and hospital data, um, and it is requiring the coroner in each case of a suicide, overdose, death, or accidental death to order a toxicology screen. The coroner shall report the results of the toxicology screen to the Colorado Violent Death Reporting System. 
So if a patient has cannabis in their system and other things, this becomes part of a report of Any, any in other words that's just a way to just blame cannabis demonize us yes. just a, a way to blame cannabis yes. yeah absolutely yes absolutely let's not blame the fact that i can't get adequate health care without having a really good job let's not blame the fact that mental health isn't considered health care in this country and they just shove a pill at you Let's, yeah, let's not, let's, listen, um, so, um, Alana's asked me a question the other day, and I was like, I don't want to talk about that right now, I don't want to talk about it, I can't, I was so, I was like in this space where I was just like, I can't, I can't do it, but I want to address it a little bit, because this is kind of what we're talking about, yeah, like contributing to death, yes, yes, Carrie, so, um, so, 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 like, if, there's uh, some of you have heard this. Sorry, I'm stuttering. Um, some of you have heard this. Um, uh, what do you call it? A, a diagnosis of uh, c- cannabis hypermesis? Hypermesis. Yeah, okay. Hypermesis syndrome. I always get that one wrong, that word wrong. I have to like study it really hard. So, so the, so it's so crazy. I'm going to have to find, I, I meant to do this before, but I, I have been, it's been crazy around here. But anyways, so the, the, the symptoms of this CHS is what doctors call it. They have coined this phrase since like 2007 or some shit. Anyways, um, they, uh, I never have a problem with the spelling. I always have a problem with pronunciation, but I digress. Um, so they coined this phrase and what it is, is like, it's, it's nausea and vomiting. It's um, your body gets really, uh, your body gets really uh, like uh, weak. Like uh, it's, you know, your limbs feel weak. And um, one of the symptom reliefs is a hot shower or a hot bath relieves those symptoms. Um, not using what's up, um, not using, um, cannabis or wherever you got that cannabis from, don't use that cannabis anymore. Um, sometimes Benadryl can help with this as well, but the doctors have coined it as, as cannabis hypermesis, hypermesis syndrome. And, um, here's my problem with that. They don't test the cannabis. When I have asked people who have been diagnosed with this, did they test the cannabis you were using to see what was in it? The answer is always no. So they're just automatically saying it's the cannabis. Where did you get it from? What's in it? Why is this making you sick when when normally it doesn't? Is it an is it an overabundance? I want to know. Is it an overabundance of cannabinoids in your system? That sounds crazy to me because hippie's been smoking ganja for fucking ever, and Jesus smoked it, and also he's not white. But that's a different conversation. But like straight up. Like, why suddenly does this happen? Is it the cannabis or is it something in the cannabis, right? And so, but also supposedly mainly affects young men with, and I've, I've seen women who have been diagnosed too, but yeah, a lot of mostly men, I would say maybe it's because they're the majority of the population and whatever, but um, side note, and I've read this on more than, in more than one space and I will 
uh, can somebody write this down so we can do the due diligence? I will look up the article. I will find the article. But the main and active ingredient in neem oil is azadiractin, and azadiractin toxicity presents exactly the same as CHS and also has the same remedies as CHS. So I would ask, can we test the cannabis that we're using to see if there's any extra shit in there that's not supposed to be in there. Azadiractin comes from neem. It's the main active ingredient. And neem is considered a an organic pesticide. It's been used by farmers forever since farming, right? And so, um, and, and you know, can we just test it? And all I'm asking, listen, you don't have to think that I'm right. I don't care if you think that I'm right or if I'm wrong, right? Because I'm not even a scientist. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a lawyer. I know about cannabis. That's what I know about. And I know cannabis heals people. It doesn't make people sick. That's what I know. That's what I know. Unless you overconsume different conversation again. But still, it doesn't make you sick long term like that. So, and also all of the things, all of the symptoms of CHS are all things that cannabis actually treats. Right. So I have a problem with all of those things showing up all at once when we're using a plant that treats all of those things. Right. So I just want to know if I come in with food, like maybe not food poisoning, but if I come in and I'm super sick and I tell you I drank some orange juice. Right. Would you test the orange juice and see what's in the orange juice? If a bunch of people came into your practice or into the doctor, a bunch of people were coming into the doctor saying this is making me sick. Could we test it? Can we test it and find out why it's making people sick? Can we do that? Because that's what you would do if something making a bunch of people sick so we could recall it, right? So we could recall it and a bunch of people won't get sick. We can't do that with cannabis. We do it with cannabis when we find that there's a test problem or something like that. But not when somebody goes into the doctor and says, cannabis is making me sick all of a sudden. I think, well, you know, my sister had a reaction to um, a specific dispensary that we picked product up from. And I mean, by like, uh, you know, really bad. I mean, and so um, I think I picked up product one more time. uh, and, And again, it created this reaction for her that she doesn't get from other facilities. And so, and, or if it is, and so I, I, I'm trying to get her to do, we're trying to do a tracker. It's funny because, you know, there's this app for it. Uh, we have written treatment trackers for patients and I'm like, I will start it. I will write it down, but I, I will set my timer. Do you think I've finished tracking how I'm <laughs> feeling, whether I'm going to medicate again or not? Uh, if I do medicate, how much I did. And so... Um, or opening my phone up to do the tracking. I'm like, it has to be fun. I mean, I guess as much as that, I would log in to, you know, watch a TikTok or play a game. That's uh, how fun it, know, it has to be that That's kind how of like, I want to make it or I get some kind of benefit from it. And so uh, Listen, that was. Who creates apps around here? We just gave you an idea. You're, you're, you're welcome. <laughs> and if you need us for anything else, you can hire us as PQLLC. I'll put that number up in a minute, but I want to address this comment that Carrie said that many doctors will diagnose even if the indicators predate the cannabis use. So a lot of people with like uh, gastrointestinal issues that have some of these symptoms are also diagnosed with CHS, even though they had the symptoms prior to any cannabis use. Can I just say, um, I'm a patient of, uh, I have stomach problems. I have horrible problems, you know, with my stomach and 
when I would go to the hospital, of course, they want to, they pump me with a lot of medication. And if I told them that I smoke cannabis, oh, it must be that you need to stop. No, because then I went home and I got to smoke my cannabis. And then that's when my stomach got better, you know? So they, they always blame it on cannabis. Always, always, always my stomach problems. They blame it on cannabis. So that's probably what they do to these people. Mm -hmm. We already are sick with that. So cannabis is not making it worse. Absolutely not. I you won't know, speak for Carrie, but Carrie, check, like you said, yeah, I won't speak for Carrie, but Carrie has some testaments about cannabis and her digestion and, uh, you know, where, how it has benefited her and how she has battled the hospitals and, uh, you know, doctors to fight for her right to medicate the way she needs to. And then also, I mean, I am speaking for you, Carrie, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> so I'm not speaking for you, but wait, I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> But, you know, again, uh, she's one of my inspirations of why I know this medicine um, is beneficial and it's not always the same way uh, all the time of what you need. You know, like I, you know, one way to medicate is not the only way you should be medicating. And I think some people get stuck in that. And I think that this stupid bill or whatever, uh, like pigeonholes them, it, it restricts the production of the medicines because now you know how many times the doctor has said get a one-to-one -one or a 10-to-one -one, and then they go into a facility or you know 15 to one whatever a ratio and they go in and there's not a product that has that and a patient will start hammering the dispensary about like no the doctor said i need a three to one and then you'll be like well we've got yeah. a one-to-one -one and we've got a 10-to-one -one and we can you know like uh, no and, and so this is so, and it is a good question of whether, yeah, how, does this, how does this affect the adult use side? How does this affect concentrates on that side? They're not going to be monitoring mental health over there. They're just going to sell it willy nilly and let you go free range. <coughs> and uh, um, Can I just remind everybody that you can buy as much liquor as you want in the liquor store, as long as you have the money and an ID that says you're over tw or 21 and over. You can buy enough liquor to kill yourself and somebody else. That's right. They don't care about that. They don't care you about walk, that. You walk into the liquor store and then you walk out with cases of liquor. Oh, let me get three of this and or oh, ten of these and five of those and six of those because I'm having a big bat on your party. Yeah, yeah. Don't joke today. with you. Uh, you having a so, party? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, they will. No questions asked, and you could go to as many liquor stores, or just in that one liquor store, you can buy as much as you want, no limit. Why is and there a limit on cannabis? Does anybody know why? Does anybody know that if at the end of, of alcohol prohibition, if there was a limit on how much you could buy at the liquor store when they ended alcohol prohibition because they were afraid that you were going to take it across? stay lines and sell it to somebody like give me a fucking break with your bullshit right now i cannot even i want more restriction on alcohol absolutely absolutely alcohol ruined my childhood other people's childhoods ruined marriages and families if alcohol kills people every day kills friendships people it brains. ruins friendships every day every you single day have drink and drive Every Thanks, single day. Yes, good to see you. Thanks for coming through. Um, yeah, so like, can we, I mean, it just like alcohol root and 
to be very fair, alcohol actually was considered medicine at one point in time. And if those restrictions were put on alcohol, it could potentially be used as medication because some alcohol does have medical benefits in the way you consume it and everything. But <clears throat> I'm not going there. Right. But that's not the case with alcohol. They were like free for fucking all. Like everybody can. So why as an adult person, can I only go to one dispensary where we're getting to that part, right? I can only go to one dispensary and, and buy and buy one ounce every day as an adult in Colorado, a progressive state, one of the first states to legalize cannabis. And y'all are going backwards. What are you doing with your life right now? Going backwards. Do you know they just legalized cannabis in New York and you can walk down the street and smoke a blunt, but I can't fucking smoke. I'm fucking like, give me a break right now. But, oh, but I could go get drunk downtown, but I can't stand outside with the, with the people killing themselves with cancer and smoke a blunt. No, I can't do that. I have to fucking pretend like I, it will come give me a break. And then you got, you got fucking tourists coming through your town. We, I live in a tourist town. They have nowhere they can smoke. What do you think they're doing? What do you think they're doing? What are you trying to do around here? It's so, it's so backwards. It is. It is. Um, oh. there, I'm not done yet. If you're, if you, oh, um, let's keep going. there, there's more, um, there's more. Okay. I'm on fire y'all. So the Happy department, 20, by the way, in the oh. West coast, I missed it. We missed uh, it. Yeah. But smoke it anyway. Yeah, it's always 420 because you got to hit it because, uh, there's more, there's, there's, uh, there's, there's, uh, Three Jesus. more inches of sen- three more inches of sentences. <laughs> I said, "There's three more inches." I'm good. <laughs> talk about American, being. Talk about being fucked. This is like this is a this is the nine incher. Okay, I okay like nine inches. inches. Here we like, go. Okay, uh, where did I leave off? Of course, they're going to report it, and it's going to begin January 2nd, 2022, and annually each year thereafter. The bill prohibits medical marijuana advertising that is specifically directed to those ages 18 to 20 years old and requires medical and retail cannabis concentrate advertising to include a warning regarding the risks of medical cannabis concentrate overconsumption. A medical and retail cannabis store shall provide a notice at the time of sale regarding the criminal penalties associated with cannabis diversion. A medical cannabis store and retail cannabis store shall provide a patient with a pamphlet regarding the risk of overconsumption of medical cannabis concentrate when selling concentrate. Yeah, the bill- put the pamphlet on hemp because they're just going to throw it away. You're killing trees. Stop it. The bill requires medical cannabis stores to immediately record transaction in the seed to sale inventory tracking system to be allow the patient to one continuously monitor entry of patient data to identify discrepancies with daily purchase limits and potency authorizations. So now they're going to ask these seed to sale tracking companies to adjust all of their programming to accommodate whatever the bullshit this is and how they they interpret it or how it is interpreted by each facility and each lawyer, you know, like, okay. I I mean, I'm not a lawyer, so that's why we, we hire one. Um, Real life. 
Continually monitor entry of patient identity discrepancies. Did I say that? Uh, Access and retrieve real-time sales data based on patient identification number. So if you get patients, this is for patients. Yep. Nope. So if you're just an adult going in and buying your concentrate, you good. You good. Okay. You just got to pay the taxes. So if you pay the taxes, they don't care about your mental health. We got it. Money. So because number. So Mm. okay. Respond with a user error message if a sale to a patient or caregiver will exceed the patient's allowed purchase limit for that business day or potency authorization. Yeah, potency, potency authorization. That's what she just said. Potency authorization. Your your doctor has to say, your general practitioner doesn't know anything about cannabis, but has to tell you and the state how much cannabis percentage-wise you can have. Fuck. Okay. Duh, fuck. I wonder if there's any good caregiver laws going or like where our caregiver system is at. I mean, I know we can grow the five patients, but what, you know, they haven't as far as yet required testing restrictions da, 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 on our caregivers. <clears throat> it is nuts. They are nuts. Colorado is crazy. So maybe we need to talk about uh, boosting up our caregiver program and staying ahead of that. I think so. Y'all. We got to grow at home. Um, I think that's something are. more people need to take advantage of. Growing at home. Grow Absolutely. at home. Beat them at a game. Yep. The bill limits the amount of medical marijuana concentrate that a patient can purchase in one day to eight grams. Unless the patient is 18 to 20 years old, then the limit is two grams, respectively. Uh, beginning July is it two grams. I'm sorry. Say that again. Cause the bill limits the amount of medical cannabis concentrate that a patient can purchase in one day to eight grams. So no matter what your physician's recommendation is to that allows you to purchase this amount. Um, and then if my doctor who doesn't know <clears throat> anything about cannabis, because no, they don't teach about cannabis and med- they're starting to, but like really they don't. And right now, less than 4% of the curriculum is based in cannabis and whatever is based in cannabis is super, super stigmatized. So all of that being considered, we're going to ask that person to not only limit how many grams we can have of concentrate, but also be like, mm, you can't have anything over 45%, which is impossible. There. The bill limits the amount of medical cannabis concentrate that a patient can purchase in one day to eight grams, unless the patient is 18 to 20 years old. This part. Then the limit is two grams. Except in the case of a homebound patient or if the patient's certification states that the patient needs more than eight grams or two grams respectively. So it does give the practitioner, I guess, the capability to kind of but then they have to sign something additionally, I'm sure, or make some kind of statement that puts them in a weird feeling way. So basically, if you don't have cancer, forget about it. Like if you don't have a life threatening illness, terminal, forget about it. terminal illness. Yeah. yeah, forget about it. A doctor's not going to risk their license for that. Yeah, they're going to they're going to be on their backs about it. This is what happened whenever they said you can't you can't just willy nilly 
you know, say that somebody can grow 99 plants in their backyard. Well, I don't see you limiting how many tomato plants I can grow in my backyard, but I digress. So last sentence, last mm -hmm. sentence. We're almost done with this torture. Not last sentence, but last It's not minute. torture, actually. It's like really, I mean, it's, it's torture for other that. states as well. You yeah, know what? Yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I think this is good for other states like New York, like on the East Coast, where the laws are not in place as of yet. So now we can, you know, go ahead and fight these things before, before they, they start here. acting like that. You know? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, here, here's a little lesson on complacency, everybody, because I can tell you that people in Colorado get really complacent because we've been legal for a long time. And so, so what? It's legal. So what? Right. Who cares? Um, no. We don't have to go to the normal meetings. We don't have to go to the city council meetings. We don't have to go to the county commission meetings or where they're taking um, public uh, statement or we don't have to go to those anymore because, yay, we got legal cannabis. But like the fight isn't over just because you have a dispensary in your town. Because shit like this is going to happen. And guess what? It's going to affect the, that dispensary's revenue, actually. And that dispensary is not going to be around for very long unless they adjust appropriately, which a majority of businesses fail to do. Correct. And when they're already lacking in some areas, guess what happens? The license uh, you know, gets bought for uh, adult use and... And then what happens? Oh, again, it, they have access again legally, but it's twice as expensive. It's limited as limited can be. And, you know, it's ridiculous. And then I mean, like, like, OK, so because because, you know, what's going to happen next after they go, they're going after our concentrates now. They're going to see what they can get away with. And they've clearly gotten away with this because nobody was paying attention when these laws were being passed. And when they were like nobody, like some people were paying attention, obviously, but not enough of us are in the room representing our communities, right? The next thing is the edibles, you guys. The next thing they're going to go after is the edibles. They've already started doing it. All they had to do is take it so you can't get what you get on the medical side, which is higher concentrations of edibles. Because on the, on the adult use side, you can only get 100 milligrams per, per thing, per bar or per edible portion, mm -hmm. portion whatever. <clears throat> so, I mean, it starts here uh, with everything, right? It starts at this place of, oh, look how extreme this is. This is a drug. Look at them using torches to heat up their medicine. What are they doing? They're doing drugs over there. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. You're taking Oxy every single day. You're... You're drinking yourself stupid every single day. <laughs> you sit at tables with your family looking at your phone all day, every day. And you think cannabis is destroying the family and the nation and the people? You are out of your damn mind. Wake up. You're in a fucking fog right now. And it's not the fog that I like to be in. Nope. Mm -mm. No, those are the people that like to have the medicine cabinet full of pills. Their, their teenage kids go get those pills. But, you know, we're smoking dope. We're smoking right. dope. Yeah. yeah. They, their kids are taking fucking pills. And they're worried about cannabis and ice cream. Because kids. Yeah, one of, one, get one, out. One of the the kids going to benefit York, from that if they get into that on accident. Sorry. 
Y'all, they sell the alcohol. Should it be, it should be safely it. locked up, but in case it isn't. They sell alcohol. In New York, I'm in Long Island. It's like that. All the kids, all the kids are on pills. All the kids are on pills because they're all rich white kids that they just have access to all the pills that their parents have because all the mothers have everything, you know? They have everything. So they have Look a pill for everything in their cabinet. Fishbowl so parties. Fishbowl parties exist, you guys. They just take whatever. Yeah, they do. Do you know how fucking dangerous and that is? You worry there. about my planet right now? You should be worried about what the doctors are doing to these communities. But prescribing medication that doesn't need to be prescribed. And also, not for nothing, but not helping this person get off of that medication. Just cold turkey cutting people off. Where the fuck do you think they're going to go? What the fuck do you think they're just going to stop? Do you think they're just going to stop using that? They're not going to stop using that. They're going to find it somewhere else. It's going to be more dangerous. So fuck them. Who cares? They're drug, they're, they're fucking tweakers. They're drug, drugs are all in the, like, whatever. Fucking, who cares about them? Right. Right. Give me a break right now. And you're saying my plant is dangerous. My plant and what I advocate for and what we advocate for on this show our plan is not a gateway drug. Y'all got it confused. It's the anti-gateway drug. I know a lot of people using cannabis that were dr- that were strung the fuck out. Didn't even recognize them. Don't recognize their face. Don't recognize their families. Kidding me? Give me a break. And now you're putting all these restrictions on it that you don't even put on alcohol. And we could we could compare the numbers. I hope somebody sends this to Jared Polis because we could compare the numbers, Governor Polis. I would love for you to come on and let's discuss why these bullshit laws are being put in place and why you don't have people who are helping make those laws, who understand us as a community, as a medical community, as a cannabis community, and as people in the community. And like literally, like what are you, you are are going to be responsible for killing people. By by pulling down these regulations well, like what you have. Absolutely. Why don't we even look at, you know, we're talking about liquor, liquor, liquor. Why don't we look at something else? How about cigarettes? You're not limited on something that distinctly tells you on the current that it causes cancer. It causes cancer. And I can go right now and buy 20, a whole carton, a whole carton. Yep. And nobody says nothing. Why isn't there a limit on that as well? They're taxing the crap out of it up here. It's a 40% tax now on top of whatever other taxes like uh, for uh, at least in our, you know, in my county and um, in Summit. Um, and yeah, so, but, but they don't limit you on how much but they don't buy. limit. Yeah, no, they don't limit. But if you want to spend $20 on a pack, gonna, people will. Yeah, If you go to New York City, Manhattan, you're going to buy a pack of cigarettes, 15, 16, 17, $18, depending on what you're buying. You know, and they'll do say. it or they'll go somewhere the point, else and bring it back as many as you want. You can buy as exactly. many as you want, though. That's the point. That's the exactly. key right there. Buying as many as you want with no issues. Why can that, that not be the same and equal for cannabis? Why? Why can't I go into a store and buy a whole pack of just pre-rolls in a pack just like cigarettes are and have no problems? Oh, let me get five packs of those and nobody say nothing. Why? Doesn't make any sense. And here it all you can, it just costs you. 
And it's just like, hey, listen, I'm not opposed to uh, the regulations that call for like testing and shit like that. I'm all for that shit. I want to know what's in my medicine. I actually think, Governor, that we should have actually more testing on our cannabis. We should require terpene and full cannabinoid testing. We should require that every medical store carries full spectrum RSO. I can talk to you about that. Somebody send this to Governor Polis. I can talk to you about that. We can have a conversation about it. I would love to. I can tell you all about it. I know you use the herb, but let's educate you a little bit more on what the patients need because clearly, clearly, you don't, you're not paying attention to the community like, like we hired you to do. Okay. Did I hire you because you're pro cannabis? I sure did. I sure fucking did. I fucking wrote in the little dark circle with your name on it. Because you're pro cannabis and I thought you were going to do good things for our community. But letting these laws, sorry, this way, letting laws like this pass, fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. Oh, if you come on this show, I'm going to talk to you just like this. I don't care. You put your pants on like I put my pants on, bro. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. Apologies for anybody who felt that that was out of turn, but I don't think so. Oh, well, uh, did you, you just, say, uh, it's, just yeah, because you used a different word, so. does it, yeah. I'll put the money in the jar. Okay, all right, all right. I was like, just, <laughs> all right, this last sentence is just crap after that. Uh, yeah, like, it, it's just the, the crap on the bottom. Um, starting January 1st, 2023, the bill requires medical cannabis concentrate and retail can cannabis concentrate to be sold in a package containing one gram separated into no less than 10 equal portion amounts. The bill limits the amount of retail cannabis concentrate that a patient can purchase in one day to eight grams. Wait, 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 hold on. They want a gram to be portioned. Is that what they're saying? Is that what that says? Did I, did you, did I hear that wrong? Uh, I believe so. And you could only put purchase up to eight grams. Package containing one gram separated into no less than 10 equal portioned amounts. (laughs) Yeah, that's what they're saying. They're saying, uh, if you want to smoke this gram, you had to work for it. You can't just, it's what I, I'm asking that, like, do that? Are, are we going to, okay. Okay. Let's talk about all the problems with this. They're going to have to do different containers, right? Because how will that work with distillates? How are you going to do that? Are you going to put it in like a little, so, so now we're going to have to spend money and invent also new containers, potentially invent. How are you going to split up a gram into 10? I'm saying, this is what I'm saying. Libby's asking all the right questions right now. Fuck out of here. Why are they not having the right people at these meetings deciding? We are not showing up. They don't have nobody in the industry there. Governor Polis. Governor Polis, I will show up for you. Call me. My number's at the bottom of the screen. 970-426-5985. People like me need to be in the room to have discussions about the legitimacy of what you're asking us to do and why it's bullshit, okay? 
This is such bullshit. And we haven't even done the sustainability episode, but let me tell you how much you're fucking up the planet right now by asking us to create now new packaging that is childproof for your bullshit split split up the one gram into what how are you gonna split up a one gram cart into 10 a cartridge because those are considered that's considered fucking concentrate i need explanations i need somebody to send this whole ass podcast to everybody governor polis i don't know his email address alanis (laughs) Yeah, go ahead and hashtag and, and he's, 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 he's active on Facebook. He's, a, he's an active Facebook he's person. He's active on Facebook. You can tell him to come Got in it. here. We need to talk about this because this is asinine. What you're asking, you need a, you, listen, it doesn't have to be me because some people don't like my style. I get it. Okay. But you need a room full of people. Actually, no, you need at least one me in the room. Okay. Because you don't need people in the room that are going to be like, okay, governor, I don't give a shit, governor. I hired you. You put your pants on just like everybody else. And what you're doing by letting, by allowing these laws to even fucking come, like, come on. This is a ridiculous shit. Okay, somebody come on here and tell me that I don't know how government works. That's fine. I don't care. What I'm saying is I hired you for a fucking reason. I hired you because you're pro-cannabis. I hired you because I thought you were going to take care of us as patients and as consumers and as a community. And that's not what these laws are going to do. That is not what these laws are going to do. I'm all for safety. I'm all for safety. But you are really, really stifling our medical program. You are going to drive people back to the underground market. You want to know why it's still thriving? It's because of your bullshit taxes and it's because of your bullshit products and it's because of your bullshit allowances to us. We could get more underground at a better quality because you know why else? Because you allow these fucking dispensaries to pay their fucking uh, workers barely enough to fucking eat much less live and And then we're putting those millions of dollars and these people can barely live so why do they give a shit about the plant that they're growing to give me medicine my underground guy loves his plants way more than a majority of people working in a dispensary i apologize or or in i'm sorry not a dispensary or uh, cultivation in in the legal market because they care. They come in, they come in and they're so ready to work and they care about it so much and they love it so much. And then they have to leave and go to another job. They have to leave and figure out how to feed their fucking family on 12 fucking dollars an hour while they're growing plants for a million dollars of industry, millions of fucking dollars. And they can't even get a living wage. And I'm not talking $15 an hour. If you're paying your growers $15 an hour, fuck you. Okay. I'm going to say it to your face. Here's the thing. We're also, (laughs) we're also putting, you know, those underground growers at risk to be their, their livelihood is on the line again, you know, like to provide something that the, we cannot get now because of a bill uh, signed into law. And, and so then it, it, again, we, it creates this system where who's getting fined and jailed for it. 
who's making money off of it and providing subpar medicine to under terms because they can't afford the stupid packaging testing bullshit that's put forth. Um, I thought that this was the bill that also covered the product testing stuff where uh, they're talking about um, when the, 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 this is the pre-roll bill or whatever. I don't think it's not called that, but um, that if you, um, don't have a processing facility, uh, you as a dispensary cannot, that grows your flower, medical uh, dispensary cannot take your flower that has been tested and roll it into a pre-roll uh, to sell without having it tested two more times, I believe, Come because on. it's now been turned into a new product. And they're saying that, and the, the the say they're saying why that is is because of um, they're finding metals or whatever from like machine when when you have pre, mach, machine rolled pre rolls that there's things you know so it's like all these different uh, this is why it's being the hand roll them and we'll charge two dollars more not twenty dollars more give me a break right now I mean come on it's a so, or, you know, or again, you can be a processing facility. A so there's companies that can still offer pre-rolls, but it's going to be pre-packaged pre-roll, you know, pre-packaged ones that are uh, from whatever uh, wholesale, you know, whatever wholesale grow or production facility that uh, has that one. They're just making down. shit up now. Seriously, they're just making shit up now. We just, we, we just, we, let's, let's see. Let's see if they'll fucking buy this. Come on. You know what? Y'all, y'all want to be on here complain? Y'all, y'all talking about we don't want the underground market. We're trying to avoid, and then you do all of these things to entice and enable the underground market. I'm not gonna call it the black market either. And if I catch any of y'all calling it the black market, I will correct you immediately because let me tell you something: without the underground market, a lot of people would not even get their medicine, and they care more about what they're doing because. They actually are doing it for themselves and not some money hungry fucking dispensary owner. You can hate me if you want to. You can. I don't care. But when you get somebody into your facility, into your fucking cultivation facility, into your dispensary, into your into your uh, processing facility, into your kitchen, when you get somebody in there. That actually gives a shit about you and your business and your patients and your consumers and your product. And you think that it's okay to pay them $15 an hour to grow your plants? How long do you think that's going to last? And $15 an hour is being generous because I know you motherfuckers are not paying your employees $15 an hour. I know you're paying them $13, $14 an hour or less. I know you are. I know you are. Don't lie about it. And meanwhile, you're profiting. You're sticking money, just big money in your pockets, right? Get to put big money back into your business. Put big money back into your business. Pay your fucking employees. Yeah. Yeah. What, what are you going to do next? You're going to send a fucking <laughs> fucking dick rocket into space? You'll never be that rich. Pay your fucking employees. I'm, I'm so I, I'm not. I didn't say day. it. I am not. Somebody that was in the it. industry, right? I was in the industry. I am in the industry. And I was hands-on in the industry. And That's I got paid a, pen, mm-hmm. a penance for, for what I did. 
And I cared every single day about what I did. I loved every single day what I did. And you know what? That love is not returned. And you know what else? It shows up in your product. Boom. So this is uh, you know, from Libby, you know, uh, the caregiver system even, or saying we can be caregivers and you know, growing our own. Some people don't have the capability. I'm not allowed to grow in my place. Um, <clears throat> I have to rely on a dispensary. I do you know, know people. I could probably like sign up under them as a you know, patient caregiver um, situation um, if I asked them. You know, like, but that's, that's the thing is I would have to approach, you know, as a patient approach them and say, would you provide medicine to me? And, you know, they have to accept it or not. And then I have to, you know, and then you have to register it and that's fine. I'm okay Mm -hmm. with that. I would honestly not have any issues if there was a, and there are like home testing kits, but I don't think that's quite good enough. But if there was a way that um, home cultivators could be given an ability to test the product for as caregivers, as part of the program, I mean, you guys make millions in tax dollars. You can't allot for that. So just, this is, and so then that's the thing. It's like, then, uh, you know, they start talking, you know, um, I believe there was a testing facility and it may still exist, uh, that, um, pretty much lobbied for themselves as a business to say, uh, it isn't fair that patients don't have access to be able to test their medicine. And so they do have a testing facility in, I think down on Denver, uh, somewhere. And, um, as a patient caregiver, you can, send your medicine there. Um, I think I've sent a couple of patients there and they did uh, get results back. I don't, I didn't follow up from there. Um, but so, but, but what, I know, I know, I know. I was just going to say that one facility for a whole state uh, and they had to really fight for it. I believe I had, I think that I don't remember mm. the whole story, but I know that it was really not like, because that was the thing. It's like, nope, if, if you're, you know, you can't, as a patient, you can't test your own medicine if you're growing it. It's like, great. That's, that's great. <laughs> we want to know what's in it. We want to make sure that we flushed it enough. We want to make sure that, that there's no lingering anything in it, you know, sure. like organic is organic and, and we have a clean product because we don't want to end up in the damn emergency room with a doctor telling us that cannabis is making us sick. Give me, yeah. ah. And, uh, and caregivers here, they're not, uh, they, they're not, they're not supposed to profit from their patients. It is set up to, uh, with language that says that, uh, they can, I think of the amount that it costs the caregiver to grow the product, whatever that may mean for them. Um, but really, no, you're not, they're a caregiver is not like, uh, Libby said, you're not making money on this. You're doing it for the patients. You're doing it because you know how to, and you can, and you're sharing that, capability as a caregiver you know at the handful that i know I, I feel like they honor that as well you know they're not they're not millionaires they're just i also doing- know a handful that don't honor it at all and are ripping patients off so good job colorado good job as i mean you've made it so that that happens you rip the patients off so why shouldn't somebody who is caregiving rip the patients off I am happy to hear that there are there are caregivers out there actually doing it for the right reason. We need more of you out there. And I love yeah. that. But there are so many still like what somebody's already said in the in the comments. It's about money for them. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's right there in front of my face. Mm-hmm. It's about money for them. And it's just stop. It's disgusting. That's not what this is about. That's not what this plant is about. Do I want to make money in my craft? Yes, I do. Do I want to at least 
you know, redeem the money that I put into it. Majority of the time, yeah, I do. But there are ways to do that, make the money and also benefit the patient and also make sure your employees are happy and also make sure that you're not stifling people with your bullshit laws. They ain't gonna like me, but I didn't ask them to. Nope. So it's Mm. fine. And so with that, that, that was the last sentence, right? That was the last sentence. And I believe we, I believe I covered all of, I think I got all of them. Let me just scroll back through. Uh, And and this is just Colorado. So uh, we haven't even covered any of the other legal states and what's going on in there. uh, Each individual. So, um, I mean, we would have, and how many <laughs> we'd have to do a quicker synopsis of each yeah. one, but uh, yeah, if there's other states we could go through. So um, we spent a lot of time on Colorado today, and I think that we'll just stick with Colorado today. But I also want to say that <clears throat> I want to um, talk a little bit before we leave about uh, upcoming events. But um, okay, um, make sure can you share that? Can you send us a link? In our Facebook, uh, you're you're here. So yeah, just send us a link in our Facebook and we'll check it out and we'll share that page. Um, so um, what was I saying? Um, we spent a lot of time on Colorado today. Um, we do need to talk about upcoming events in August. And we want we still have a couple videos from our Missouri trip for the Communities of Color event. And we do want to air those in the somewhat near future. So we have a couple more that are there. Um, We're hoping to air in the future shows. Uh, But the upcoming things in uh, Missouri is that there's the Midwest Canna Expo. Uh, That is on August 11th and 12th. There are still tickets available for that. Uh, Let's put that banner up. If we could. Sorry, I was going for it as you're talking. Yeah. I can keep talking. I got you. Um, there's going to be uh, definitely a career event there. Um, there's going to be a lot of vendors there. I'm hoping to see some familiar faces. Uh, I'm going to be showing up in person as far as I know right now. I'm going to take the long route and try to hit some spots. Actually, um, I want to try to make a plan, especially in Oklahoma. There's a place in Oklahoma that serves pizza, right? Is that right? Yeah, the Stone Sisters. Stone Sisters. I would need to go visit them. And I feel like, can we get in um, contact with them and um, see if uh, we can't set up? Oh, where'd she go? Set up an interview. Oh, she, she's probably doing it in her phone right now. Um, yeah. To set up an interview uh, with uh, them. So maybe does, I'll go by and like eat some pizza and like talk to them and we'll be on. Was it um, Marnay? Was it Marnay that um, told us about them, or was it who, who? How did I remember it coming up in a conversation? I didn't know if that was. Uh, I know I didn't know if you were talking to Marnay. Uh, talked talking. Is that yeah, a, I think I haven't talked to Marnay about it recently, um, but I did. I did. I do think it was Marnay that that told us about it originally. And I think I think I've heard it from one other person, but I don't recall who. But yeah, I'm excited to um, get back. So um, just trying to figure out my strategy because there's zero percent chance, zero percent chance 
that I am driving through Kansas again. I'm not doing it. If I have to take three days to get to St. Louis from here, I will take three days. I will not even, nah, dude, I can't, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. I hope, uh, I think she would tell me if she was, but I, I was in uh, St. Louis recently and I visited really very few people, very limited. I think, well, not, I think I know we went over to the lounge um, for a little quick game of pool. Um, but aside from that, didn't really like go visit people. So I hope that there was no disappointment in that. I was trying to, but it didn't happen. It did. We didn't get to link up and I missed her and I'm sad about it. And I love, I love you, Marne. If you're listening, I love you. You're my <laughs> sister in my heart. Um, I have so much love for that. because Y'all don't even know. I have so much. I mean, I know y'all think, you know, but you don't even know how much love I have in my heart for that person, for that wonderful woman. She's amazing. Anyways. So let's stop um, idolizing Marne. <laughs> she will love it. <laughs> and send our love to Dawn. Yep. She's there. Dawn's ready to see you back. You can, uh, I can't wait to see Dawn. Advocate. I actually also <laughs> love Dawn. I didn't want, I don't want to leave you out of that conversation. You know, I love you. Uh, but I did talk to her like briefly via text while I was out there for a minute and tried to link up, but it was totally my fault that I couldn't. So I'm sad about it. Um, but uh, so the Midwest Canna Expo is August 11th to 12th. If people from Missouri are in my feed right now and you need um, posting material about that, I would love for you to either visit our page or uh, or my personal page even, or you can hit us up at cannabiscloset420 at gmail.com. We have some of the advertising for the Midwest Canna Expo, and I would love for you to share that if you could, uh, we would love to see ticket sales be up, up, up and see as many of your beautiful faces there as possible. Because I know that the vendor floor is pretty full right now. It's going to be a really epic event. And I know that the um, individual who put that event together work, has worked really hard to make sure that it is everything that uh, you guys asked for from last year. And, you know, um, bring as many vendors to the floor as possible. So, um, yeah, so, um, definitely we have it on our Facebook page. We've shared a couple of posts about Midwest Canna Expo, but also if you just shoot us an email, I'll send you some stuff to do that with as well. Um, we would just like to see as many people as possible there. Um, and we're going to be, so we're going to be partially there live and partially there virtually. Um, and we're going to be interviewing vendors and we're going to be recording some of the speakers and speeches and stuff. Um, so for those of you who are outside of the Midwest area, so I would say Illinois, Missouri, um, uh, Arkansas, um, Kansas, you guys can come over there, but we're not going to come to you and um, Oklahoma. So that like you guys are all in that area. Please uh, join us at the Midwest Can Expo. It's going to be pretty epic. Um, and there could be some really amazing opportunities there as well. And uh, like I said, I know the uh, it was uh, Corinne who has put it together and she's worked really hard on this. This is this is what she loves to do. So 
um, come out and, and show her some love for all that hard work. Um, but if you do need um, any of that advertising stuff, we have it and we would love to share it so that we could get the word out and um, get as many people into the cannabis space as possible. Um, if we want to play that uh, little uh, thing at the end, uh, you're going to have to run it. I'm not on my uh, computer that has that uh, document or that uh, those files. The have, little. Yeah. Okay. I will check. See if I have that. Um, I think it's definitely, it's in the email. Oh, you know what I can find? I can pull it from the email problem. Oh, wait, what? No, I don't have it in, in here. I might've downloaded it. I know I have her interview. I think it may be in here. Oh, goodness. Teaser video 2021. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's see if I can uh, share that. Let's see. We'll do it. Let's see. Share a video file. It's an MP4 already, I believe. Oh, I, I already did that, huh? <laughs> and so you open that up. All right. Let's all mute, if you don't mind.
So the date was wrong on there. It was originally going to be on that date of the May 26th and 27th, but it was rescheduled for August 11th and 12th. So there's a couple weeks left to get your tickets. Uh, those were a lot of shots from last year. I remember being there last year. I met a lot of lovely, amazing people that I still stay in contact with and am friends with. I think we're going to be lifelong friends, to be very honest with you. And um, I think it would be a great place um, if you're interested in um, getting into the industry or if you're just interested in the industry in general and what's going on, things like that. This is a great place to be. You can meet a lot of great, amazing people here. So definitely come through and maybe I'll interview you. Who knows? <laughs> oh, you're muted. Are, are you muted? You're muted. I am. We're getting I am muted. I know. I know. Um, what was I saying? Now I forgot. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were just talking about, um, Oh, going, be going. I, I am possibly, I am not going to be able to make it live. So Queen is, uh, is attending and making that drive. Sorry. She's standing, in us, she's standing Sorry. us up, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry. Sorry. She is. I am going to drive. Maybe I'll drive. Oh, no, I'm going through New Mexico. So I don't know if I'm even going to be driving by you. Because I was going to say if I was driving by you, I would just stay the night in Denver. And or, you know close enough and uh then continue on in the morning but i don't think so i think i'm going because i because i'm not first of all fuck kansas if y'all didn't know <laughs> oh my god so yes um so uh it is uh we just uh have mentioned and i don't know what the situation or and, and to, i cannot speak for you shorty um if you would be able to sub let's ask let's ask it now you're asking on the air we'll ask it now are you available to show up in st louis august 11th and 12th if you are you don't have to answer on live you don't but just consider it if you are then come on uh and i'll make sure there's two beds or a big bed or whatever the fuck you want i mean whatever we'll talk about it later and don't y'all Y'all can think whatever you want. It's probably true. Um, and if not, that's <laughs> cool too, because I can make the trip solo too. I don't mind making the trip solo. So um, we'll let you guys know. We'll keep you guys updated on that, on whether or not Shorty's going to join us. Uh, you guys are going to know her as JLip696969 on your all social uh, media social media I platforms. Social, I, know, I, know my, I know my platforms on JLip696969. But y'all, you could call me Shorty. Definitely, we can call, call her Shorty, Shorty here because that fits that fits the the what we're doing the here. So right? <laughs> Shorty is uh, she works with us. She's part of our team. She is going to be coming through and doing some cameo spots, talking to us about what's going on in New York in the future, um, and um, just coming through to have a sesh every once in a while. So yeah, um, look out and definitely, uh, always give us feedback on our show. I feel like this show was fire because I was on fire and y'all were like laughing the whole time at me. Definitely <laughs> this show was every, on fire. Everybody has been making some really <laughs> relevant points about what we're talking about here today. And I feel like that's always like makes for the best show is when we can like really have 
have these types of conversations and smoke as much uh, buds as we want. So um, do that audience interaction is amazing. New Colorado right now and do better by your patients because you're not doing, you're, you're not, you, mm. that's some flaccidity there. I don't like it. It's dry and flaccid and nothing like that works. It just doesn't work out. Um, <laughs> we are fire together. We are fire. And I really enjoyed this today. You, I'm glad we um, brought shorty through today. Yay. I'm really happy. She's been, and she's, she's in your living room. She's in my living room. Y'all. She's been, you know what? Let's yeah. do this. Pause for a moment. She's not only here in my living room. She's been in my fucking kitchen. Yo. I've been getting served meals and shit. Here she comes behind me. Look at her in this beautiful dress. She's been serving me meals and shit and like cooking. Oh, wait, which, which way are we going? This way, this Let's way. go this way. There she is. <laughs> I'm so gonna off of my... it's been, yeah, go ahead. We'll, we'll have you up here. Hey guys, I am here. I've been here. Uh, I came down last weekend. I celebrated my birthday with queen. I, and it's been an amazing experience. I tell you the hospitality, the beautiful scenery, the beautiful events we've done. I am only but grateful to her and her husband. And, and it's just going to be a great adventure for us. You're going to see a lot more of me. I'm going to be a lot That's more true. involved. We're going to be doing many things. And look out for um, CQ LLC because let me tell you something. We're coming and we're coming strong. We're coming with that East Coast power. And we're going to take this industry and flip it upside down for y'all. Yep. So make sure you stay tuned. That's real life. East Coast in Colorado. That's what's happening right that's now. That's right. Well, we're all originally East Coast. I'm yes, sure. we are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're, we're going to cut Florida off of the United States. <laughs> it's going to be underwater soon. It's going to like sink into. I don't know. Uh, I, that's why I left. No, I really uh, have enjoyed uh, this show. I've enjoyed the audience interaction, the listener interaction. Uh, if you guys want to follow us, we are on twitch.tv slash cannabis closet 420. We are on YouTube. You will have to look up the cannabis closet podcast. If you look it up like that, you'll find us any other way that you look it up. If you don't put that podcast on the end, you're going to find some grow shows. Those are very interesting as well, but you won't find our beautiful faces there. So make sure you put that podcast on the end of there. Um, you can find us on Facebook Live every Monday at 420 Mountain Standard Time. That is 320 on the West Coast, 420. Uh, oh, here happy in the 420. Sorry, we missed you, West Coast. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> 320 on the West Coast, West Coast uh, 420 in the mountains, uh, 520 in the center of the United States, and 620 on the East Coast is where you can find us every Monday on Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube Live. And if you can't catch us live, don't worry about it because we post the shows after the show on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts. Uh, there's several other places where you can find us. We also have social media on TikTok and Instagram. So check us out. And we're going to be bulking that up a little bit more as we go through. But we'd love for you guys to follow us on our social media. We'd love to interact with you more. I mean, hell, there's a chance that we'll bring you on the show and interview. You never know when you can end up in somebody's damn cannabis closet. Absolutely. like You never know you when that can happen. I mean, it's no crazy idea. how life happens around here. So um you know uh definitely follow us we want to interact with you we love you guys thanks for all your love and support 
Uh, make sure you share us too. And um, be nice to yourselves. Absolutely. Yes. Let's cultivate love. love. First, then others. Be true to the... Be true to the plant, man. Be true to the plant. And for people out on the East Coast, listen, we got to show up. We have to show up. Let's do this because one person can't do it alone. We don't want the things that are changing here in Colorado to happen to us out there. That's right. So That's right. now is the time. Now and here. Yep. Show yeah. up. Show up and show out. That's right. Respect. Respect. Respectfully. I said show up and show out respectfully. And I, I want to say this to the new laws in Colorado. Fuck you, Colorado. Uh, stay lifted, everybody. We'll see you next time. And uh, thanks for joining us. And we love you guys. Peace out. Peace. All right. Uh, uh.